So welcome everybody to our watch party. We're going to be watching this interview with Mary and Giordano. Giordano Berkey, and I'm going to have Mary tell you a little bit about him in a second, but um, we're going to be in Italy. Oh my God, touring an exhibit. And then afterwards, we'll, we'll all be on here live still. And uh, we can comment on what we saw. We can ask questions, things like that, you know, a little bit for you know 10 15 minutes after the watch party or after the the uh recording gets played at least here but mary do you want to fill folks in yes so there is an exhibition um a tarot uh history exhibition going on uh from August 2nd to August 15th in Finoborgo, Italy, which is a medieval city. And every year um, on the 12th and 13th, they have the tarot nights and they have all these different interesting um, events happening. And this year, um, Giordano Berti, who's a tarot historian and esotericism and art historian, um, put together this amazing exhibition of like historical decks and magical items um, that, from his own collection, I guess. And it's it was just amazing. And he even had um, a special uh, stone engraved with tarot images. Um, oh, wow. And he made a video. We have it, I think, in our video section on the on the Tarot Guild website. Um, and it's definitely on Giordano Berti's um, YouTube channel, but it actually shows the guy who, you know, he's engraving the tarot images into the stone. And that was a process that was used back in the day, like way back in the day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it was really cool um, to kind of see, you know, that process. And that that actually is what started the whole thing. He had posted that video and I saw it and I was like, but wait, wait, you're using a stone. It's tarot, stones and tarot. Uh, hello, <laughs> talk yeah. to me about it, you know? And then it, it, he had the idea to do this video and to give us a little bit of a tour of a, you know, tarot exhibition that a lot of us wouldn't get to see otherwise. And yeah. I mean, I, I was blown away by it. And it was just, you know, big shout out to, to Giordano for, for taking the time to do this. Thanks, Giordano. He did this after hours after the exhibition closed on, on Sunday. It's still, you know, ongoing, obviously, to the 15th. But, and, I mean, it was midnight his time when we signed off. So <laughs> it was like, wow. Talk about dedication, mile. right? Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, and uh, here's the address right above my head here, thetarotguild.com. If you click on videos, you're going to you're going to be able to watch that video. And I could see where you'd be intrigued because it's a stone. And once a month you do a radio show. There's a rock for that where you talk about <laughs> rocks. <Stones. laughs> right. And so right. The, funny thing, the funny thing was, you know, Mary was going to do the, uh, an interview about that with Giordano just for your radio show. But then he yeah. had the idea to do this whole thing. And it turned out really, really cool. So we're going to play the video here. I'm going to mute myself and um, we'll be back right after the video. Enjoy it. Here we go, folks. Watch party. Okay. So hello, Giordano. And thank you for taking the time to, to talk to us and do this interview about your tarot exhibition. Uh, thank you for uh, your invitation, Mary, and uh, I, I'm happy to, um, to speak about the, the important exhibition. And uh, I'm sorry because, you know, and, uh, I'm not speaking English very well. However, I hope you understand what I will, see, uh, what I will uh, tell you. I think your English is great. I think you're being too modest about that. But... You know, can you give us an idea? Because we, um, you know, a lot of us know you as a tarot historian, esotericism and art historian. Can you give us a kind, uh, kind of an idea of the time frame, the scope of this exhibition, as far as the time frame 
with tarot history? Like, what are the earliest to the latest things that people will see? Well, the scope of the, this expedition is uh, to tell uh, to a lot of persons uh, the history of tarot in, um, in the city of Final Bordo. Uh, because uh, Final Bordo is, was an important place uh, of uh, production of uh, tarot decks and um, uh, playing common playing cards in uh, many centuries ago. And uh, in uh, this uh, small city uh, near the Ligurian Sea, uh, every year there is a, a Niven uh, named, uh, titled uh, The Night of Tarot. And so the major of the city decided to uh, create a great exhibition dedicated to the town and uh, asked me if uh, it was possible to create this uh, historical exhibition. Oh, wow. Wow. And, and there's also, uh, I saw that there are some prints that you have on display as well that are based on engravings that were made of card players. Um, can you give us some context for that? You know, was that a popular pastime to play cards everywhere? Then I want to I want to show you um, the the decks uh, inside this exhibition. But uh, all uh, together with the, the the decks, there are many uh, engravings related to uh, card players because uh, uh, the tarot deck born uh, as a, um, an evolution of the common playing cards. Playing cards arrived in Europe uh, in the half of the 14th century and um, one century later uh, were added the 22 uh, so-called major arcana uh, or triumph, the card of triumph, and uh, born in this way the, uh, the game of tarot. And um, for this reason, I had added uh, in the exhibition some uh, engravings related to uh, card players. Uh, if you want, uh, I can show you some of them. Oh yeah, I mean, we'd we'd love to to see that, and you know, see <laughs> see what we can see. Because uh, because uh, uh, Final Borgo, um, uh, touristic place, all the. Um, uh, the panels are written in Italian and English. Oh, wow. English, yeah. <laughs> okay. And... Uh, okay. This is one of the prints related oh, wow. to the playing cards. Uh, this image, image is the uh, return of uh, the son prodigus, okay? And uh, in the corner, we can see the, um, the cars. Oh, wow. And all the exhibition is full of uh, printings, uh, engravings, uh, related to uh, various uh, topics uh, of tarot. Uh, so uh, images about uh, um, card players or uh, about uh, um, card uh, re uh, readers, uh, mm -hmm. images of uh, cartomancy in, uh, in various centuries, uh, starting from the, uh, the end of the uh, 18th century arriving at the uh, early uh, 20th century. Oh, wow. And, and okay. you, also, you also, I saw a video you did of a, of a stone that you had 
engraved with tarot images um, yes. for this exhibition. Um, is that, you know, was that a common thing to do? Yeah. For the in uh, another section of the exhibition. Now I go there. I'm sorry I'm making you walk all over, <laughs> all everywhere. But this is fun. You're taking us on this tour. This is exciting. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. This is... And... Wow. and uh, you can see... You can see the work made by Mr. Ivano Giglia. Can you see? Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. This, yeah. I can okay. see it. This is the magician. Right. And I also, you know, I saw the video that you did with the engraver um, demonstrating, you know, how they did it. We'll put a link in the attached to this so people can can see that in more detail and and see him doing that you know but i'm curious about the process of doing that of printing cards from you know engravings on stone but when did people do that and was that <laughs> something they did a lot well, you, we know that uh, the, the first uh, uh, printing processes uh, were on uh, with a um, block of wood mm. uh, engraved with the images and printing papers uh, with uh, these blocks. And this was a very popular, uh, very popular process. And then, uh, starting from uh, the uh, half of the uh, 15th century, started uh, printing uh, with the copy grade, the uh, Mantegna tarot uh, and uh, other tarot decks. And uh, this uh, technique um, continues uh, for many centuries. Uh, mm. Both scenography with wood, with wood, um, with, uh, wood and uh, copper engraved uh, until um, half of the ninth century. Um, in the second half of the nineteenth uh, century, started the, this new pro process uh, using um, block of stone, particular stone, engraved. Um, and the stone is a hard material. And um, people started, the manufacturers of uh, playing cards, started to use uh, um, the lithography um, to produce a lot of decks. And there is a particular deck made in Turin uh, around um, 860. Around 1860? Uh, yes. Uh, created using five blocks uh, of, uh, um, of stone uh, for different colors. Each uh, uh, is stone uh, for uh, one color. But uh, this was a very uh, complicated process and uh, was uh, Uh, in few years, and then started the, uh, a new proceeding with the, the offset. Uh, the offset, like the um, uh, white terror, for example. But um, many artists use it uh, until now uh, the, the lithograph uh, technique because it is very artistic to. Um, to engrave a stone, like made by Maestri Ivano Ghiglia. Uh, there are very few artists because uh, it's uh, uh, a great work to, uh, to work uh, uh, on, on a stone. Right. But uh, the, the result is very, very... Well, do you feel, you know, 
do you feel that modern printing processes result in better cards? Uh, modern processes uh, are uh, with digital printing. Yeah. And uh, the digital printing is interesting because uh, a lot of people uh, can produce uh, is on deck uh, uh, with this process. You can yeah. uh, uh, read the images uh, uh, on your uh, PC and then print uh, the, these images on uh, uh, a cardstock uh, you like. But um, uh, this uh, process um, is not properly artistic because it imposes to the artist to or uh, work on the paper and then uh, scan the images uh, and uh, uh, transform the, the colors uh, and then uh, print on uh, cardstock. Uh, and could, uh, could see an, um, uh, a cold, a, uh, a cold uh, method because uh, is, uh, the, the computer uh, process, process um, is not uh, um, properly uh, could not a uh, properly uh, artistic work, uh, but I, I know very uh, great artists that work uh, only with the PC. Uh, we can see we can tell that uh, is not a traditional method, but. Um, is very uh, uh, easy for many people uh, to use a, a PC um, realized on deck. Oh yeah, everybody just learns Photoshop and, and they're an artist. <laughs> In fact, every, every uh, car readers are producing uh, is proper, uh, is on deck and uh, we know uh, millions of uh, card readers that want to realize is uh, on uh, deck. Uh, therefore, the uh, tarot collectors uh, have to search <laughs> millions of decks to complete uh, the, the collection of tarot. And uh, this is the reason uh, because I, uh, I prefer to reproduce all decks uh, um, and to search in the uh, museums or uh, private collection, uh, rare uh, old tarot decks, uh, yeah. very interesting for the history, for the history of the uh, card maker, of, uh, of, for the images. I want to show you some decks apart, apart the Solabusca tarot, Oh wow! You know. Yes, wonderful. Now, is that the the mayor deck there? The the the, the what was his name? May, mayor, I think, was his name that produced the Solabuska. Like, what what version of that of the Solabuska is that? Yes, but there are uh, other mysterious decks that uh, very few people uh, know, like uh, the Tarocchi leather. This is a fantastic deck. Oh, wow. And what is it called? Yes, it's uh, uh, created with um, uh, print from uh, uh, wood blocks and uh, hand paint uh, in the beginning of the 16th century. Yeah probably in Venice. And um, in this, this exhibition, there are a lot of uh, uh, strange and uh, rare decks. Wow. And that's from the 16th century? Now I, yes. Wow. Yes. And uh, now I want to show, I want to show you this. Um, some some printing oh, wow. like this one. Car players. How old is that print? 
like like how how old are those engravings? Uh, all the printings, all the prints uh, come from uh, my collection, my personal collection, mm -hmm. and um, are from from the beginning of the seventeenth century to the beginning to the end of the twentieth century. The major part of the of um, uh, these engravings. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you're. Down. I think we're losing your your camera. It's frozen. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Wow. This is a, a print made in uh, New York. Wow. It's so wild. It, it almost looks three dimensional. And it's that, I said, it, it, they look really good <laughs> that for yeah. being that old. <laughs> um, you know, this, this whole thing, your exhibit is part of a, a two week event in the town of Finalborgo. What, what is this? Like what else is going on? Okay, um, this uh, exhibition uh, was uh, uh, created because uh, every year in uh, um, 12 and uh, uh, 13 of August, uh, there is the, the night of cars. And uh, during these uh, two nights, uh, many uh, card readers uh, uh, are in the in the road or in the streets of this little city and uh, read cards uh, to to the to the tourists because yeah. come in a lot of people from every part of Europe to participate uh, to um, greet to this great event wow. and uh, the the village is absolutely fantastic and uh, the atmosphere is incredible because. Uh, uh, a magical place uh, is uh, many, many more magical during these nights. You know, it's a, it just what you're showing me. It's it's really obvious that you know a lot of work went into putting this all together, and and not just putting it together, but curating all of these items. And you know what what gives you the greatest satisfaction with being able to put on an exhibition like this? The biggest satisfaction is uh, when um, when I see people that uh, read the panels uh, I wrote uh, to explain the various uh, section of the exhibition and um, uh, they let some comments, some feedback uh, very good about this uh, the exposition of the deck, uh, decks uh, and the scenographies uh, created by our uh, designer Leticia Rivetti, and uh, you can see how interesting is this exhibition from the artistic point of view. Mm -hmm. Wow. With Oh, that's wonderful. Okay. I, the place is fantastic. The oratory of the ship. Uh, this was a, um, a jail uh, one, uh, one century ago. Uh, a particular jail yeah. because uh, um, the governor uh, decided to, um, uh, to give the uh, Castrate. I, I don't know if, if it is the, the correct name, uh, to give uh, them a work. And so um, in this uh, jail, there was a typography. And this is an authentic uh, typography machine of, uh, wow. the, um, of the beginning of the uh, 20th century. 
And uh, then this, um, well, this place was a monastery, then uh, a jail, and uh, now is a part of the Museum of Final Bondo. And uh, this place is used to, um, for, for artistic exhibition or a historical exhibition like uh, this one. And um, to reply to your question, yes, uh, a lot of people uh, tell me, uh, give me compliments, uh, felicitations for, uh, the, um, for this exhibition. And uh, this is my only satisfaction. That's great. Well, what do you hope that um, the people remember from it? You know, what do, what do you hope they, they take away from it with them? You know, a little knowledge about tarot that they didn't have or what? Uh, people, uh, I, I think they uh, remember, we remember um, this exhibition uh, because of the history they don't know. Uh, because a lot of people uh, are um, convinced, uh, convinced that Tardo born in Egypt in, uh, many centuries ago. And um, they are uh, amazed um, to know that Tardo born in, in Italy uh, during the Renaissance. And uh, they like a lot to see uh, this exhibition of various kinds of deck, the evolution of the images during the centuries. And, you know, all of this, you know, historical stuff, you produce uh, reproductions, right, of historical decks through your company, Rinascimento Italian Style Arts. Um, why do you think there is so much interest in these really old ancient cards now? Like, why, why are people wanting to look at the past? I want to show you uh, this, this great case with a um, collection of Rinascimento Italian style art. Can oh, you see? Wow. Wow. Okay. You did all of those decks? Yes. Oh my gosh. People is interested even to the history of Tarot because after uh, many decades um, where uh, uh, different um, publishing houses they produced uh, new Tarot decks uh, uh, related to uh, various topics, uh, Oriental Tarot, uh, Buddhistic tarot, uh, uh, pagan tarot, witches tarot, uh, a lot of tarot. Um, after a great work made by uh, Stuart Kaplan and uh, other uh, scholars, and including me, uh, many people are, are uh, interested to the tarot history, uh, to historical tarot, to the old tarot decks. Um, that pushed me to uh, reproduce uh, faithfully the uh, most interesting tarot decks. And you know, With, what, style art, of what kind of what kind of styles are are popular with collectors right now? Like, you know, is it all like Marseille decks, or are they interested in the Italian decks? Like, what's hot? Oh, um, I I am interested to the to all decks, uh, um, and um, I'm not particularly particularly inter interested to the style of the decks, but to the history of the decks and uh, to the history of the uh, card maker that produced uh, each deck. And um, uh, as you know, I like to study each deck and. Uh, uh, to do uh, historic research on uh, the, um, uh, the manufacturer, the uh, car maker, like uh, the history of uh, Ladenspelder or uh, the history of, uh, of uh, Lando or other uh, tarot producers. And 
you know, what's coming up from Rena Shimento? What can you give us an idea of like, you know, what's gonna be new that you're gonna put out? Uh, I have many, many, many ideas, but uh, I have a few, few money to, to realize my process. And uh, I, I would like to reproduce all the uh, old decks uh, that I want because I, I know a lot of uh, uh, tarot collectors that have uh, very interesting decks. But um, producing, producing uh, decks, tarot decks, uh, in uh, my particular way is uh, very, very expensive. And um, I hate to wait. Uh, and to calculate the uh, cost of production and uh, the cost uh, uh, to, um, of selling uh, the, the decks. And um, because as you know, uh, every deck is produced with particular uh, cardboard, with particular uh, boxes. Uh, um, so, uh, I, I would like to produce 10 uh, old decks uh, every year, but I can, um, I can produce just one or maximum two decks. And uh, the next probably will be um, a, a deck of Minchiate Fiorentine, that is uh, a particular uh, deck um, made in Florence, uh, starting from the... Um, 15th century, the, the late 15th century, is a deck, uh, tarot deck composed by nine cars. And um, I, I have the possibility to reproduce a very, very uh, nice uh, Minchiate tarot deck. And uh, I hope to realize this, this project until the end of uh, this year. Oh, wow. You're busy, <laughs> really, really busy. Well, you know, thanks for taking the time to, to talk to us about this and, and show us some of the exhibition. And this is awesome. And we look forward to seeing more. Do you want to, show, to, to see more images for, of uh, this exhibition? We would I love understand. to. I would, I'm talking in the plural, but I would love to, yes. <laughs> Okay, uh, I think uh, that people uh, like to, in particular, um, the, the people of uh, uh, Psyche Radio um, could be interested to see the, uh, the section dedicated to divination. And uh, I want to show you some uh, old prints like this one, very, very nice. Mm. Wow. And, uh, this one that comes from uh, Romania. Wow. Uh, these gypsies that read cards to this soldier. Wow. And uh, this from Germany early, um, early 19th century. And inside the display cases, this is the uh, Greek atelier produced in uh, half 19th century. Wow. Okay. With a little booklet. <laughs> Even a little white book way back then. <laughs> That's great. Okay. And uh, this is the Greek Italia family cards. Wow. And this what, is, uh, what deck is that one that you just showed? Like what time frame is that? Repeat, please. How old is that deck you just showed and, and what deck is it? All these decks uh, are from the beginning of the 19th century to the late 19th century. Okay. This is the first edition of History of Magic by Paul Christian. Oh, wow. 
the first edition of the Dog Mary Tuel de la Haute Magie wow. by Elifos the first edition of Literaux de Bohemiens by Papius, the first edition of the uh, Manuel Synthetique Perfect, the 22 Lame Hermetique du Tarot Divinatoire, the first edition of the Tarot Divinatoire by Papus. Wow. And other uh, guests. This is the first edition of revised, um, revised new art tarot cards made in uh, Los Angeles in 1929, inspired wow. by the Tarot de Moyen-Âge, this is the uh, very rare um, deck of tarot, book and deck, created by a Nazi philosopher, mm. the Deutsche original tarot. And uh, the tarot astrologique by Mushri. It's amazing. Yes, absolutely, yes. It's amazing and to me how how good the like colors and stuff still look. Yeah, um, this is a reproduction of some uh, cars uh, created by uh, invented by um, Art Rider Weight after the Rider Weight car. Um, Arthur Riddleway uh, was not completely satisfied by the Rider Waite Smith Tarot uh, because uh, the deck uh, that you know, all people know very, very well, this one. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Arthur Riddleway was not uh, completely uh, satisfied by this deck uh, because it was created. Um, for divination, but uh, Wade was a mystic and uh, wanted to create another deck uh, with uh, um, uh, inspired by his mystical uh, philosophy, the philosophy of the uh, fellowship of the Rosy Cross. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, he uh, gave this, uh, uh, this work to uh, John Trinick, that produced these images. Uh, unfortunately, not the, comp not the complete deck. Who was the artist? John Trinic. And the only images, uh, the, the only um, the design, the, the drawings, mm -hmm. uh, are now at the British Museum in London. Wow. It's fantastic. See? Please, uh, this purpose. It's so different from the Rider Waite Smith. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, visiting the, this exhibition, people can uh, can see in uh, one house all the most important uh, steps of uh, tarot history. Wow! Wow! This is amazing. Well. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. You know, I just want to thank you for showing us everything and taking the time to, to talk to us. And Okay. I want to show the last, oh. the last <laughs> uh, display case where you can see oh, the wow. Right. It's like the, the suit. Um, symbols okay. the cup and the wand and the sword i guess it's like an atom and the pentacle what are are those historical items or are they just are they old they look kind of old some of them yes yes they are very old this is a cup for a kiddush uh, a magical wand a pentacle uh, a knife 
uh, Ferro de Marseille made at the end of the 19th century and uh, uh, ring Can you see? No. Where is? Oh. I can't see. Where is it? Oh, I can almost see. What is that? It's got a stone. This well, is it a magic ring? For um, for Oswald and uh, contains the symbols of the uh, mystical uh, uh, order of the Kabbalistic Tarot. Wow. That was the antagonist uh, uh, fellowship of the Golden Dawn. Um, mm. In French, uh, there was the uh, the Kabbalistic order of the Rosicross, and in England, the Golden Dawn. Two I, different. Yeah, and I, I think we're more, you know, I think we're more familiar with the Golden Dawn. We don't really hear very much about who their rivals were or, you know, other associations. So that's very fascinating. Well, this is the exhibition and uh, uh, I hope uh, you are happy to have seen and uh, all people that will see this uh, interview uh, will be happy with these uh, documents and uh, this exhibition. And uh, I have to stop because I am very, very uh, tired now. It's in, uh, almost midnight and uh, I worked all day in uh, this museum and uh, I'm really very tired now. Well, thank you so much. No, this was wonderful and enjoy your well-deserved rest <laughs> and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. I hope the next week uh, I hope to send you some uh, um, some videos of the night of stars in uh, Final Borgo. I'm sure uh, the people will like a lot. Absolutely. Oh yeah, that would be wonderful. No, we would all we would all love that. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So yeah, yeah. What did everybody think? Let me see if I uh, okay. I got to do some. Uh, keep talking, Mary. Uh, I got to. Okay. Be about <laughs> unmuting everybody and uh, you know opening everything up here again. So oh, I see Ellie posted that she thought it was awesome. What did you guys think? I mean, like I don't know. I didn't know about the deck that Wait did after the writer Wait Smith. I didn't know he wasn't happy with it. You know, we all talk about it like I know. You know, he, it blew my mind. That's I'm the nine. main, that was my, that's what I was going to bring up. That was like my main takeaway from this entire thing. I mean, besides the fact that it was incredible. I mean, wouldn't it be great to just be there? I mean, yes. uh, and the building, you know, the museum, it's just oh, gorgeous God. and everything in the arches and everything. But when he yeah. started talking about, you know, Waite's second deck and he wasn't happy with Waite Smith and he came out with, uh, you know, the RWS, the Rider Waite Smith deck, and he came out with a, a, another deck, which I've never even seen, you know. Never heard of it. No. No. And so John, there's, like never heard of it. there's like right. a whole so untold story. Pamela hasn't heard of it either. <sighs> yeah. Like, this is an untold story on our side of the pond, I guess, is the way to put it, yeah. you know. I mean, I guess if you're a historian like he is, then like, you know all that stuff but <laughs> you know it'd be nice to to have known about it and I didn't you know I don't know <laughs> I was just kind of really really surprised by that and those those prints that um he had on display from the engravings they were prints made from engravings that were done I guess I don't know what like in the 1600s, 1700s, I can't remember what he said, but late 1400s, early 1500s, some of them. I was so surprised by the like the depth, like the quality of it. Like it almost looked like three dimensional to me. I, I expected it to look yeah. like, I don't know, like drawings or something like pencil drawings, cave drawings, <laughs> cave drawings. <laughs> I don't know, but that and like the that 
magical item. Like somebody really had a chalice at some point and a wand and a and a knife and a magic ring. I mean, yeah. he could have brought out the ring and said, you know, this was King Solomon's. And I would have been like, whoa, really? Because <laughs> you know? I don't, you know, I don't know anything about, you know, the history of like those kinds of things. I, I, and I told him, it's like, you should tour this, you know, collection of all this like historic stuff. You should like tour it internationally or do a virtual museum or something. Something. I mean, and, I think it would have oh, a lot of interest myself. And Pamela asked the question, what did he say the, that building, that building was amazing. What was that um, originally designed for? I, I know he said it was a jail at one point. Yeah, I remember I him saying that, that but I can't remember. The very first thing. I have to rewatch. We'll or, have to all rewatch again, oh no. Yeah, because there's just so much stuff, you know, it's like, here's this deck and here's that and here's all these first editions of like freaking Eliphas Levi like shut the front door like you what know. <laughs> you know it's crazy but it's so cool so cool that that um that it turned into this whole thing I thought you know I right. thought I was just I was just crossing my fingers I could just get a little audio from him about the stone to run on my rock show but email him or catch wow. him on Facebook. He'll tell you. Yeah. He'll send you pictures too. Just ask him. Yeah. He's really cool with that. You know, mm -hmm. like our, our friendly neighborhood. Well, not neighborhood, but Italian is a tarot historian. <laughs> well, know? the other thing is uh, the, the whole festival. It's like a lot more than just what we saw. And he said he's going to try to, I don't know, take stills or maybe some video of uh, the tarot nights where they have lined the streets with tarot readers. And if yeah. we do that, we'll put that out too. I oh. mean, that'd be great. That doesn't happen until the 12th and 13th though. And it's like a real medieval city. Like, yes. man, we need one of those. Why don't we have one of those? <laughs> yeah. Because, because we can't agree on where and when and why and how we can't, no, we can't, no, we got too many, we're a mess. too many leaders and not enough. We weren't medieval, that's why, you know, I mean, okay. Canada, speak for yourself. Well, there's that. Speak for yourself. I ran, medieval, I ran a medieval fair for almost 13 years. I can tell you, it is, we are very medieval, trust me. Yeah. It wasn't that, we're just trying to I just mean our countries don't date back that far, you know. <laughs> 1770. Oh, God, no. You know, it's like, no. Right. Well, we don't. So we came from, we show up. This is the <laughs> yeah, 1500s we, and the 1600s. Yeah. yeah, but where our families came from did. I mean, they didn't just. Oh, yeah, but I'm here. talking about over here, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we were, we started out over there. So we do have roots. Yeah. We've got roots, but we don't have like cool buildings like that. No, no. you know. Not that like, we had. Or, Hey, what about Scotty's Castle in Death Valley? We could do it there. Mm -hmm. Death Valley in the wintertime, maybe. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But yeah, no, I, I hope you can take some video of that. I would like to, because I don't even know like what, what it looks like, you know, like what Italian tarot mm -hmm. readers, you know, do, you know, like, do they do like we do with our psychic fairs kind of thing or? Do they have something more historical happening? I don't know. I don't know, but it's pretty exciting. <laughs> Mary, did you ask them how far back the festival dates? How long they've been doing that? I did not ask him that. That would be a great question. You know what? I'll I'll send him a message to see like if he if he can, you know, do a video of the tarot nights if he could maybe like tell us. Like how far the back? That, yeah, yeah. Because I wonder, does it go back all the way to the 1400s? He said that Fino Borgo was an important, uh, an important city for tarot history. Like they mm -hmm. made decks there. I I'm guess. feeling it must go back then. You know, it's got to go back a while. It's just that, like, when did you know? There's the whole maybe they made decks there 
But then the other question I have is like, when did the idea of tarot reading happen? You know, because, you know, if, if they weren't like doing divination with it, like at, at what point did all that start? I don't know. I need a history lesson <laughs> to really get all this down, you know, but man, it was just really cool. Yeah. I love it. You know, what would be really neat, I think, would be uh, someone to do an entire book on uh, Waits' second deck and then also reproduce the deck and have that included with it, of course. Was it finished, though? Or did I, he, yeah, I think so. He said it wasn't completed, but I don't know if oh. he meant, like, they don't have the complete deck or that the deck wasn't completed. It was I'm in, not sure. in, in a museum in uh, in, in England Britain. somewhere. Yeah, the That's British what he Museum. said the rest of it, the British Museum, because I just remembered it was Adam McLean who's got the other terror museum. Mm -hmm. And that Adam is in, in England, London, or England somewhere. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we'll have to ask and him I, how many cards Giordano had, because he had the deck right there. He was showing us the actual Yeah, deck. he said he said it was incomplete, like, so he yeah. had some of the cards i don't know it only it only opens up more questions right <laughs> in yeah. a sense you know just to like get just a glimpse of some of these things but again you know wow i wish you would like tour this you know so yeah. you could see it more or i don't know who knows he's a very busy man apparently <laughs> yeah yeah this was fun oh gosh It'd be really neat to do this um, kind of thing at a lot of other tarot events, not necessarily just, you know, the historical uh, ones like this, you know, but um, the symposiums around the country, yeah. and, you know, it's like live simulcast from, you know, Northwest Tarot Symposium and <laughs> all yeah. the different ones. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Well, you know, it was our first try. Um, I still don't know what happened with the with the audio in the beginning. Sorry about that. I I muted my mic because I didn't want background noise. And then apparently the sound went out. And I don't know if that's what it was, or maybe I have to attach a micro an actual microphone that I can mute so that the sound will keep going, but the mic will be muted. That's my main thing. How do I mute the mic in the room so you don't get background noise? So that's something I got to look into. We're just getting into this live streaming stuff, folks, and all. But um, I think most. And this will this will be available afterwards too on on our YouTube channel and mm -hmm. and blog talk. Yeah. Yep. So it, you... it may take a little while because. Um, now I've got to kind of figure out what got recorded and what didn't. And, you know, if, um, if the Zoom recording has everything, I could just throw it up on YouTube in minutes. But if not, I'm going to have to do a bunch of editing. It might be a day or two before I can get it up onto uh, Blog Talk Radio, the audio and uh, the video I might have to, what I might have to do is um, take this part and our beginning and then splice in the full video with the full audios. <laughs> so we get Yeah, it. that so. might be an easy way to do it. Easy and way to you do don't it. Have, yeah, just like cut that and replace that and smush it together. Right, right. Does anybody else want to chat or anything? I uh, I opened up, I think, all the everyone's microphones so you can unmute yourselves if anybody wants to jump in and ask anything, say anything, comment. Ellie's out there and Sharona and Sharon and Rini. Um, Sharona hey, says she's trying to post a link. Oh, okay. To the other deck, but she's there. She is. I, I Sharona. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to post the link to it. Mary oh, uh, 
Mary Kay Greer did an article on it, but it was never completed. And uh, it, was mm. a, it was a fairly Australian um, artist who uh, was more well known for stained glass windows uh, that worked with weight, but it wasn't completed. And it wasn't that he was unhappy with the other deck. You know, he was prolific, you know, in creating mm. that. Well, it would be nice if there was a, a book that, that he had written or even articles where he explained this. I mean, you know, we got Pictorial Key and then the Ryawaite Smith deck, but then he makes this other deck, but there's like no reference to it. Uh, I mean, there's got to be reference. There's reference. There's 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 reference to it. I I, I disagree. Well, with it? That. There's plenty of what information it? on it. I'll I'll I can't post the links to the Zoom, but I'll go right. back later on and, and get them to you guys. Well, I just posted in the in the group or something. But yeah, yeah. You know, Wade also wrote under the name Grand Orient. Was that prior oh, yeah. to or after? So because it. It did make me kind of wonder about that if that was yeah. more connected to his own like personal beliefs because I know like in Rachel Pollock's book she talks of Tara Wisdom she talks about how there's a kind of a different um, you know he'll say one thing in the pictorial key but then is writing under Grand Orient he'll say something that almost seems to be like uh, in you know, in conflict with what he wrote in the pictorial keys. So it's kind of, you know, what an interesting character, right? Um, <laughs> you know, he wrote a really great book on fairies, believe it or not. I, I mean, love fairies. Yeah. I, no, love I, mean, fairies. A lot of, uh, I think just like Pamela and not getting credit for a lot of her work, yeah. Wade also did not get a lot of credit for his work either. Why was that? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Makes well, you I'll wonder. Try to get you the, I'll try to get you the link. I know uh, there's one that uh, Mary, Cray, uh, Mary Kay Greer did. So I'll put that one up. And there's pictures. Cool. I don't think they were ever colored in of what the artwork oh. looked like. What did you guys think of the of the magical ring? You know, from from the other. I want one <laughs> organization, right? I was just like, "What does it do?" <laughs> you know, but it made me think, like maybe it was like a lodge ring or something. You know how like the Masonic well, did he say that was from big rings? Was it from the Rosy Cross or was it from the Golden Dawn? From no, from the Rosy Cross, Rosy the, Cross. the rival to the Golden Dawn, and and that I thought that was friend. interesting too because we never really. You know, at least here in the U.S., you know, when we think of like tarot, you know, development and organizations and stuff, you know, so many of us, you know, we learn about the Golden Dawn. We don't really learn about any rival organizations, mm -hmm. you know. So that's Wasn't kind of there a documentary done about um, the rivalry between the two fractions um, with. Um, Crowley and and um oh that's Wade. Wade. that's a whole nother one that's a yeah, yeah. I think there was and there was a Hello. you know there's definitely like and I saw a documentary on Crowley where they you know kind of alluded to it a little but they didn't go into like real deep detail which would be fantastic mm. oh and stealing stealing the the holy artifacts from each other and oh my god it was it was quite I remember watching it. It's been a few years ago, but I remember it clearly. Most There's of it. probably yeah. stuff. I don't know. I'm thinking YouTube probably has documentaries and videos about all of that. Could do some searches. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. Awesome sauce. Well, let's see. What time is it? A little after noon here in, in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> so I I guess we will shut it down for now and see you all in the next live um we're going to have our our show on saturday and we're going to be live streaming like this too fingers crossed mary fingers crossed oh you got to do your hair again <laughs> i gotta do my hair again i gotta wear clothes again that's the problem yeah <laughs>
I, I had a little <laughs> tough sticking up. I had to go and wash my hair this morning just to get my hair to lay down to do this live. You know, it's like, this is hard work. You know, it radio is, is so much easier. You just, you're Where's in Where's my PJs. hair and makeup, people? Yeah. yeah. But I mean, with radio, it's like you're in your PJs and you just grab your, your you know, you got your cup of coffee and you put your headset on and you're good to go. You know, I mean, you don't have to do all this. This is true. <laughs> oh, thanks everybody thanks for everybody for coming. Yeah, and we'll have the replay later when whenever we figure it out. Might be a and day or two. Maybe <laughs> a day or yeah. two, but it'll be there and it'll be on the YouTube channel as well. And yeah, thanks everybody for being here. Stay tuned for more. Sorry, I had to step away, but that's okay. Back to say goodbye, Sharona. It's good seeing yeah. you. The disappearing, reappearing Sharona. I yeah. Know. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.